podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, everyone. Hope we're all doing well. It is bang on 9.15. I think that's two of these in a row that I've got uh, on time. Uh, maybe things are getting better. I don't know if anyone saw my Q&A video with Sam uh, last week. It was an absolute disaster. I mean, we were in hysterics, but the tech issues really do follow me around. But today, it's all gone well. Time to affection, says March. Thank you very much. Hi to Lee. Hi to Alex H. Hi to FPL Freddy, hi to BBC Defender, hi to Greg Frost um, as well. Oh, that's the wrong button. <laughs> Welcome to our new uh, Godfather member um, as well, who is uh, Ryan Mendelssohn. Uh, thanks for joining and signing up. Great to have you uh, as part of that. If you uh, want to email me as fplblackbox.com, uh, I will get you set up with the WhatsApp group. And uh, Mark and I have a lot of uh, welcome messages uh, to do. So if you're new to this video, essentially uh, all I'm going to do is build on what I was talking about on Black Box last night, just looking at my team in a little bit more uh, detail, uh, some of my transfer plans. It was a, a rough old week uh, last week, so we need to kind of correct that, get back onto the, uh, the straight and narrow of, of green arrows after a red arrow out of, out of nowhere, really. Uh, we're also going to be checking in with Ryan, who, the reverse of me, had an excellent week. He's the 500k to 100k uh, manager. He's uh, only finished in the top 500k before, but we're trying to help him get a top 100k finish, and he's well on the way after a fantastic week. So we'll talk about that uh, in just a sec. This was my team <clears throat> in game week three. I said last week, I really, really thought I looked strong. Uh, going into this, I had Onana and goal uh, with Forrest at home. I had Saliba, Chilwell um, and Estupanan, all with really good looking home games uh, against West Ham uh, and uh, Luton and Fulham for those three. Uh, Rashford with <laughs> Forrest at home, uh, Sakhman Odegaard with Fulham, Foden with Sheffield United and Richarlison. I know he's much maligned around these parts. Uh, but he had a good-looking game against Bournemouth. And then Haaland and Jackson up top uh, with um, uh, Sheffield United and Luton, respectively. I mean, reading those fixtures, there wasn't a bad fixture amongst them. Normally, you have kind of one or two uh, players that maybe you're not too too sure about, but it, it really seemed like the stars had aligned uh, this week, and I was really confident going in. Uh, I just didn't get any points. That's a problem. And in FPL, you need to get points. That's what I've learned over the years. Richarlison getting zero, Odegaard getting two, you know, Saliba, Onana, um, all getting all getting ones and twos. Esther Pinion as well getting battered by West Ham, and then it was just players like you know Rashford and Saka coming in who are highly owned. Okay, Chilwell did well, but he is as well. Haaland just getting four. Uh, you know, Jackson got seven, but I was I was hoping for a little bit more from from him. Um, and you know, the transfers I took out, I, I took out Fernandez for Foden. I thought on paper there wasn't a lot in it. I did a poll last week uh, as well, and actually the, um, the 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 crowd, you know, was saying Foden would outscore Fernandez this week, and I thought they would at least kind of be in and around the same points. But then obviously Foden had the the illness and the benching uh, in that game, and I thought he was just absolutely electric when he came on um, as well. So that was really really frustrating <laughs> as it so often is. And Jackson came in for Pedro, 
So I still feel like that was a that was a good move for for the kind of the medium term. Could it have waited a week? Maybe, but I really wanted to get in Jackson ahead of um, ahead of uh, the Luton game um, and the good fixtures to come. It looks like Sterling, the tide is shifting towards Sterling um, now. I I think Sterling probably is the better pick out of the two in isolation, uh, but given that that he takes up a, a midfield spot, and there's so many good options when we come to the watch list in a second, um, you know I, I don't think it's as close um, as as as. People, sorry, I think it's as close, more close than, than people think. So I think Jackson is still a good pick. Um, playing up top, his stats are good. Um, and, you know, I think he could rival Sterling for points over, over the coming weeks. Um, Pochettino's been talking him up, saying that he's a good pick. Uh, so hopefully um, we'll see some more returns um, from him uh, kind of going forward uh, as well. Um, I think I've closed the pop-up chat, have I? Oh, no, I haven't. No, there it goes. Just takes a little while to... I thought you'd all left me, but no, you're all... Uh, you rule back. Yellow there, beard looking strong. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Thomas Rogers, I don't know what you're talking about, Az. It was a huge week. Oh, God. <laughs> People like you aren't welcome in, the, in these streams uh, as well. Richarlison Foden, poor picks. I don't agree. I know they haven't been doing well um, that week. I don't think Foden is a poor pick, given that he's got really good fixtures to come. Um, and and the kind of the role he plays in the team, I think he just got unlucky with the with the with the illness. Um, really, no one kind of saw that coming. Richarlison, I mean, I know he's got the flag. I know he hasn't scored any points. He's playing number nine for Spurs. They're scoring goals. I thought he'd have something um, by now. Um, I think they're they're really struggling in kind of in that in that position um, to know what to do. And you know, does a signing come in today? They've only got one more day to to bring in a, a top class striker if they're going to replace him. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to. It looks like they're going to stick with him. Um, can they move Son um, to, to centre forward? Do they bring in, you know, maybe a Solomon or move Perisic up to left wing? They can, but neither of those players are as good um, as, as Son on the wing. I think the, the kind of the energy and the build-up play that the Richardson brings to the side um, is, is going to be really important for them. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I Obviously, he's, he's well, on my, well on my list of, of players that I want to sell, um, but... He's he's not a he's not a poor pick. I refuse to believe that he was a poor pick. I feel like you know I've gone for him over DRB, over Matoma, over um, you know Mbumo, <laughs> over Madison, and they've all returned massively. But I do think Richardson getting no points over that period is pretty harsh. But anyway, uh, we'll see. Uh, this is the watch list updated this week. Not huge kind of changes. I just added on a few names. Um, I think. Uh, looking at defenders, these are sorted by the non-penalty XGI um, involvement. Uh, Chilwell was kind of the top of the players that I'm, I'm looking at and, and have in my team as well. 0.56. Price has got up to 5.8. I think he's a, a you know an essential pick really going forward. Um, no plans to get rid of him. James is, is second. Obviously, only had the one game. Um, we think he's probably going to be back over the um, over the international break. I've now kind of got that decision to make of whether I keep him. Or not, I can't really decide what to do. Um, I think if Bulldog goes off to Greece today, um, I might be forced into a defensive uh, move. But if Bulldog stays, uh, James might stay. How ridiculous is it that your kind of transfers can be dependent on a four million Sheffield United uh, defender? But that's the uh, that's the game we play. Um, Estupinan is there, 0.47, really really high. And then some of the other players I'm looking at are Destiny. I think he's he's just looking really really good for, for Spurs. The fixtures over the next two are really good. I think if you're going to buy him, you, you kind of have to get him now um, for these two. 
then he goes into Arsenal. Um, is it is it uh, City as well after that or Liverpool? One or two, anyway, two two kind of top teams. Not expecting clean sheets in those, uh, but the next two promoted teams uh, look really strong. Trippy is on the list, but not really considering yet one for the future. Same with Trent um, as well. And then you've got the kind of the you move away from the kind of the players with the attacking options, um, and you're looking at kind of uh, players like Saliba. Uh, Valvardio, who, who I really like um, the look of to, to get into that city defence. And he was someone I was looking at bringing in this week, um, but didn't. And then I've got to admit, I did celebrate wildly when the uh, <laughs> when the um, when the goal for Sheffield United uh, went in uh, as well. And then the final player on my defensive watch list is Moreno. Hasn't played yet. Don't know when he's going to be back. Um, but we're imagining he's going to usurp Dean uh, in the side. Maybe relegate Cash to a slightly less attacking role um, as well. And he'd be the one to get. So if he comes in just as Villa's fixtures turn... Um, he's going to be incredibly low earned and, and could be a great pick. So he's the kind of player who I've got my eye on to help me kind of get up the ranks because uh, at the moment I'm languishing at 2.2 million and things aren't great. Uh, the midfielder uh, list is is pretty pretty big, um, actually. I added a few more names uh, to this. Um, Fernandes and Madison are kind of top of this list. They've got a non-pinetic giant per 90 of over one. We talked about Madison at length on Black Box uh, last night. I'm sure anyone who's listened to me over the years knows he's, he's my favourite player. Um, in the league how I haven't ended up starting with him uh, is, is a mystery his ownership is climbing up to uh, 20% um, as well so he's even starting to lose that kind of differential uh, status as well owners of Fernandez, interesting to know what you do with him Manchester United you know, did score a couple of goals against Forest. still not looking at their absolute best he was the, the best player on the pitch I thought from the highlights um, that I'd seen do you really want that double up with him and Rashford you go for one um, maybe now is the time to move one out, um, you know, away at Arsenal. Um, but it's always hard to move out a player after they've done well. You know, Rashford got the two assists and Fernandez got the uh, the penalty and the assist. Um, so maybe he gets a few more weeks. Um, some of the more popular names on this list, I mean, Saka is in my team. Matoma, I probably won't be moving for, for him given the fixtures for Brighton. And Bumo is someone that I'm considering uh, this week. You can see the stats are really, really high. 0.75, he's got the penalties. I was at the Brentford game um, as well. I thought it was absolutely... Brilliant in that match, just watching everything sort of flow through him. Um, all the penalties, all the, all the corners, all the free kicks, everything. And uh, he's he's just such a good player uh, for them. You know, he's he's the one that they, they need to make something happen. He's the one that can dribble past, hold the ball up. Um, he's got the ability to play in players like Visser um, as well. Shada scored a great goal uh, too. So he's someone that, that I'm looking at this week with a home game um, against Bournemouth. And I can already see a few people in the chat saying, uh, you know, Greg Frost and Mavissa, I'd like to have a quiet time this week. I think if you don't have uh, a Brentford attacker uh, going into these fixtures, um, you're going to be uh, a little bit worried. Um, Foden, I've got 0.67. Those are good underlying numbers um, for him. Obviously, just need him to to start. I think if I was buying a, a player now, um, it probably wouldn't be Foden. It would probably be Madison at the same price um, or Sterling. But it's done. Um, we've got to kind of keep him... Uh, for a bit at least. The Chevy United game was the game that I really thought he could get a big haul in, but unfortunately missed out um, in that one. Uh, other players, March, Rashford. Uh, March look, looks great. Again, Brighton probably not, not be picking one of their players. Uh, Rashford, I've got him. Uh, you know, We're hoping that he comes good. He was much, much better in the side um, with Martial um, there. So if Martial's going to be playing, if Hoyland's going to come in and play as well, I think that boosts uh, Rashford's appeal. Salah and Sterling. Kind of other end, salary is going to be sold today over the next few days. I seriously doubt it, uh, but one to monitor. Still a lot of money, I think, for him, 12.5. Getting the assists, not really getting the, the goals at the moment. Sterling looking absolutely uh, brilliant too, but I've got Jackson, so probably not going to be moving for him. 
Diaby, tough fixtures. I mean, he's going to terrorise Liverpool's back line, um, I think, um, over the weekend. Uh, but again, I think the Madison and Mbomo fixtures just push me towards those. And then the two players who I'm thinking of, of removing this week, right at the bottom um, of the list, really, and right at the bottom of the kind of stats. You know, Richarlison's non-penalty XJ is, is incredibly poor, 0.21. I don't think that quite reflects the chance that he had um, at, at the at the weekend. Um, he just got kind of trapped under his his uh, his feet a little bit, um, and and probably should have scored in that match. And then maybe it's a different story with him. But you know, five points for him compared to Madison's 22, compared to Matoma's 18, compared to Mbomo's 25. Compared to Diaby's 22, these were all players I was looking at. Very, very disappointed. Um, so he is very, very high on the chopping block. And if he's ruled out, you know, with this little knock that he's got, he's the easiest sell um, ever. Um, Odegaard as well, uh, you know, didn't take the penalty. Had a goal disallowed thanks to Havertz kind of straying offside. But the numbers are, are poor overall. Um, and, you know, it's a game against Manchester United. So maybe a good opportunity to, to sell him. Maybe I move both of them on, just take the hit. Get in Madison and Bomo, two players that I want going forward. Um, and and just suck it up and accept probably another another red uh, arrow this week. It's always as I was saying to Jenny last night. It's always hard to make uh, you know a hit or take a hit after a poor week. It's much easier after a green, um, I find. But sometimes you just need to bite the bullet and, and do it. And then finally, the forwards on my list are Ferguson, Harland, Jackson, Avisa, Votkins, uh, Ollie Votkins, Ollie Watkins, uh, and Isak. None of those are, you know, in my thinking really this week. I've got Harland and Jackson in place already. Uh, Vissa's stats are unbelievable, 0.77. And better than, than Bomo, but doesn't have the, the penalties. Uh, Watkins ticking along with his with assists, uh, but no goals. Um, and Isak as well, ones to watch. And Ferguson in particular, one to watch, I think, if he can nail down uh, the starting spot. And if Ansu Fati joins us today, which is the most exciting bit of transfer I think I've ever seen. Um, from Brighton. I remember, it, I remember we were in the championship a few years ago and we signed a player called Vicente um, who was, I can't remember where he was, he was Spanish international and he he, he was getting on a bit but he was, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a level above any other player that we had um, in the side uh, and he came in and he was injured quite a bit but he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Valencia, that's right, yeah, he was a, he was an absolutely fantastic player for us in the championship and this has got those kind of vibes. He, he's just a player that could just take us to the to the next level. Uh, really, if he can stay fit, he's um, he's very young. He's uh, he's had his injury problems, um, but he's widely regarded as one of the best young players in in Europe. So, oh, I'm excited. How much do I think he'll be? Seven seven five. Probably has to come in a little bit higher than Matoma in March. Um, I'd say probably seven. Um, they could price him at six five. Um, to be fair, um, and that wouldn't be that wouldn't be awful, you know. But I think they maybe need to make him a little bit more. Um, difficult to get than some of the others. I, I I will find it really difficult not to own him. Brighton's fixtures suck, but um, he'd probably be the one um, I'd go for. Uh, as is your order, Madders, Sterling, in Bomo. Madders definitely top. Oh, I can't call him Madders. Madison, Madison definitely top. Uh, Sterling and Bomo. I don't think there's a huge amount in it. I think if I didn't have Jackson, I'd probably go for Sterling. Yeah. So yeah, probably Madison, Sterling, and Bomo as well. But any any three of those are, are good picks um, too. So. Yeah, I like them. Uh, I like them all. Uh, yeah, deserve a key factor in in Fatty joining. Um, I love his name as well so much. Uh, you know, I, I, I tweeted yesterday, but Fatty Gross and <laughs> that guy and Solly. Yeah, we haven't been for Bruno um, as well. Dunk. It's like a. It is like a stag do, isn't it? <laughs> you, could, you could build a five side team of ridiculous names in our in our Brighton side. Um, but it is it is very exciting. Can't wait to see kind of what he can. Uh, 
what he can do. Uh, so this is how I'm kind of set up uh, for game week four at the moment, um, deciding between Turner and Onana um, in goal uh, with Chilwell, uh, Stupinan and, and Bulldog, unless he's going off to Athens or, or something ridiculous. That would mean probably Saliba, Saliba comes in, which I wouldn't be too happy about. I think there's too many clashes there, really. But if I have to play Saliba, because it's not the, the end of the world. Uh, then it's Rashford, Saka, Odegaard, Foden and Richarlison um, with Haaland and Jackson um, up top. So, like I said, I mean, the, the defence needs sorting out at some point. But I think if James comes back over the international break, if he can get a run of games, which is a big if, of course. But, you know, Chelsea's fixtures remain really good. And if he comes back into the side, not many people are going to have him and he, he becomes a bit of a differential um, for me. So I think I'll, I'll, I'll hold James if I can um, over the international break, see where we're at. Um, after that, hopefully he's recovered from his, his ailments and he, he's back into the side. Um, the two big issues for me, I think, in this simple moment of Odegaard and, and Richarlison. So, you know, it's it's just whether do I deal with, with one of them and uh, I've got nothing in the bank, so I can either do Odegaard to Madison um, or Richarlison to Mbumo uh, for free or do I just take the hit and get rid of both of them um, this week? If Richarlison's out, you know, Richarlison to Mbumo is a, is a no-brainer move. Um, I think so. Then it's just do I think Madison outscores Odegaard by two point um, by four points over really the next two weeks? I think he probably does um, as well. Plus, you know, Odegaard's price could drop, Madison's price could go up. I think it's it's probably sensible to to bring those in um, as well. It means my team's moving towards you know a lot of what people are are, are getting, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing um, at this stage. I still feel like I've I've got players like uh, Jackson, like Foden, um, as well, um, who are maybe a little bit different. Uh, too and you know I'd be well set up for the coming weeks so that is kind of what I'm I'm thinking of doing at the moment definitely uh, definitely one of Odegaard or Richarlison to, to Madison or or, uh, or Mbuma I mean if Richarlison's fit and he and he's said to play I could just do Odegaard to Madison you keep Richarlison for one more week he has just scored um, and see the trouble is he then has Sheffield United and I'm not going to want to send him ahead of that um, as well so oh I don't know Richarlison's a horrible one to, to oh his price is just dropping um, and he's, yeah, it's, it's the faith. I mean, I don't have any faith in him. This is the problem. It's just the fixtures are so good. It's hard to kind of lose, lose faith. Um, but, but kind of there we, uh, there we go. Uh, Anime Zone, Maddie or Foden. I think if I, was, if I was buying one now, I don't think there's any choice between them. I think um, Madison is the, uh, is the obvious choice out of those. He's, he's more nailed on. The fixtures are good. His XGI numbers are incredible um, as well. He's not going to get randomly benched um, in a game. Hopefully he won't get randomly ill. Um, as well uh, so uh, we'll see that interestingly I've seen Dean uh, mention a few um, times was it Dean or someone else as well talking about Sterling potentially as a trap um, as well I mean it's interesting isn't it I mean it's uh, you know it sometimes it's almost too good to be true you, you, he puts in a good performance against West Ham you think points are coming then plays Luton and, and goes absolutely mad gets 19 points uh, you know can he continue that um, as well, Forrest are a sterner test, um, I think. You know, their their defensive numbers are pretty good. Um, you look at them against against United, you know, they were tuning up in that game. Um, things started to turn against them. Uh, you know, a, a penalty appeal, you know, that's a, quite some soft referee decisions, you know, a red card. Hard to judge them off the back of that. Generally speaking, they've, they've looked much more impressive um, this year defensively. So they've got a couple of new recruits in. So I'm not expecting Chelsea to score three or four um, in this match they don't need to Sterling probably just needs to get one um, if they get two maybe he gets a goal and an assist he's a, definitely a great option um, but I, I'm not sure he's an essential 
uh, pick kind of at the moment. And, and I've got Jackson and, and I'm happy with that. Um, if I didn't have Jackson, though, I think with Charleston to Sterling, which is what Mark's done this week, um, would look a pretty attractive move. So you kind of like, you don't want, um, you know, you don't want coverage of, of players. You know, sometimes you need to kind of tweak things for, for your own team. I'm happy with, with Jackson. I don't really want to have two Chelsea attackers, given they're still struggling a little bit um, up front from what I've seen. But yeah, I mean, Sterling is a is a good pick. Uh, Bareth Barry says, go for it. Richie to Mbumo and Odie to Madders for a minus four. Knowing me, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll see. Greg Frost, if you keep Richarlison and he fails, you'll hate him forever. I know. Or if I, if I sell him and he scores, I'll probably hate him forever as well. So it's hard to, uh, to, to not do. Um, Dean says, I'll only be confident with Chelsea when James is back. Yeah, they really need to get him in the side. And I'm wondering what that means for, um, for Sterling as well. You know, James back, you know, bombing up that right wing. Um, they've got Palmer coming in um, as well. Does that eat into Sterling's minutes? Uh, to like I said, he's a great pick. He really is, but I don't think he's at that essential stage yet. Let's see how he performs at home, um, Tottenham Forest um, as well, and then kind of make the decision because the fixes remain good. So it wouldn't even be knee jerk to bring him in um, after um, after that. Um, so that's me. Uh, I'm not massively confident this week, but I was massively confident last week. It didn't work, so hopefully it will be better uh, than it is. I can't believe I'm relying on Bulldog not going to Greece. Oh, what is my life? But yeah, there it is. Go on. Go on, Georgie. Stay with Save Shelf United. They, they need you. Uh, and I need you against um, Everton um, at home. Uh, let's check in with Ryan. He had a much better week uh, than me and probably many of you. Um, so let's see uh, how he did in game week three. Hi, guys. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, thankfully, this week I had a good week. Uh, makes up for last week's terrible week. Um, almost caught up to my rank from game week one. Had a massive green arrow to about 1.2 mil. Um, I finished on 63 points. Um, late Thursday, early Friday, I texted Az asking whether to take Madison out for a minus four. Um, and he persuaded me to keep him, which I'm glad about because he got his scored just about. Um, and got the 10 points, which was really good. Um, so yeah, massive green arrow, really happy with the team. Um, this week again, it's a bit of a boring one. There's not much going on. Um, a potential move is a change of goalkeeper. Anana, is, United have looked a bit shaky defensively. Um, Martinelli hasn't done much. Could I get him to Sterling, who had a great week? Foden still in the picture after being ill. Or I just roll and go into the international break with two frees. Um, so yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, hope everyone has a good international break and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Yeah, good week for Ryan this week. His team looks really nice as well. Anana in goal, uh, Stupinan, Vardiol, Chilwell, Fernandez, Martinelli, Madison, Rashford, Saka, Haaland, Jackson. Looking a, a really nice team. He was nearly naughty. Um, I, I He obviously made that Reese James move a few weeks ago. Brought him in early. He got injured. Had to kind of reverse that. Uh, similar thing happened last week. He, he messaged me saying, "Should I take Madison out?" You know, he's he's flagged, and uh, I said, "Just wait, just wait for the press conferences." We waited for the press conferences. He kind of said, "Yeah, he's he's okay to play." Ryan was still hovering over the the transfer button, and I I said to leave him. So, gave for a bit of good advice. I think on on that one, the patience paid off. You know, it would be, I think he'd be gutted if he'd taken Madison out. 
and didn't have him kind of going forward, unless you're taking him out for Sterling, of course. But uh, maybe maybe I cost him nine points. Uh, actually, didn't <laughs> didn't save him uh, any. But no, I think Madison going forward is, is is a great pick. So again, patience with, with transfers is something that Mark and I, um, sorry, Jenny and I spoke about last last night. Um, obviously, you know, we want to be patient. We want to wait for moves, and when they come, you know, it's difficult when you've got exact funds um, to do it. But we we want to wait and get as much information as possible and that was a good example I think Ryan's had both examples of when um, that's that's been useful James with the injury with the early transfer and then waiting on Madison to to get that so um, you know we hold off on transfers when you can if you've got exact funds and you know want to take that gamble that's awesome acceptable strategy pretty pretty nothing reply to that but that's that's my my thoughts on it uh, a goalkeeper transfer with this team I mean, I've got the Onana-Turner combination. It's a bad week this week, but generally speaking, I think it's I think it's okay. I think you stick with that. Um, I think Marcelli is potentially a bit of a problem. Um, he's, he's the weak link, I think, in, in this midfield, similar to Odegaard um, in mine. Um, I think there's options around. You know, Mbumo, I really like um, as well. Ryan mentioned Sterling uh, too. Oh, that'd be a triple up on Chelsea. I'm just not sure they're quite there. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Marcelli out would, would be the move um, that I'd look uh, to do and I think Mbuma would be the one that, that I'd be bringing in um, with this team personally but let me know what you think in the chat what do you think Ryan should do uh, with his team he's got one free transfer I don't think he's got anything um, in the bank um, but do you think that uh, do you think that Marcelli is the is the weak link get your questions in um, as well and I will answer uh, some of those uh, to Janko says you see goals in the Arsenal United game I do I do think there's goals um, in this one uh, it's just whether Odegaard is actually going to be involved in them, um, which is the which is the problem. It's hard to know who's going to be scoring uh, for them. You know, Vieira comes off the bench, for example, and, and gets a couple. Um, it, it feels when they're not quite clicking um, as well. Is they're taking bench options, they're making changes, the system's changing. I'm just not really sure on, on many of these these players. And, and Jesus to come back in, Zinchenko to come back in. Um, does that boost kind of Martinelli and, and Odegaard? Does it, you know, what does it mean for the, for the side? I think we just need this game to, to kind of assess. So while I think there's goals in it, it's hard to know um, and hard to advise keeping keeping the Arsenal um, assets as well. So not in, not entirely sure who's going to get the goals, but yeah, I think there there will be goals um, in them uh, too. Manon says you're going to regret selling Odegaard. Yeah, maybe, but he's got low XG numbers and isn't on pens now. Um, we think it was probably just a one-off. Um, in that match, and it's you know I know Manchester United have some some injury issues, but you know, they're, they're still a they're still a good side, and play, other players like Mbumo and, and Sterling and, and Madison have good fixtures. So again, you're 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 trying to find the timing to do it, and you always, you obviously don't always get it right. But all you can do is go with the evidence that you've got in front of you. So um, yeah, we'll see uh, with that. I feel Freddie sticking with Marseille this week could be a big differential um, for Arsenal United mids um, and Bumo. As well, Mike is doing Odegaard to Madison uh, this week. Uh, two, captaincy plans. That's an interesting one for the next few weeks. Yeah, I think I'm going to move away from Haaland's captain away from home. Um, he's got West Ham. Um, you know, there's there's t there's players like Madison who've got Sheffield United, for example, um, in that match. I just think City seems to still be adopting a much more conservative approach in, in these away games um, as well. And... Holland could have had two goals, you know, in that game against Sheffield United. He could have had the penalty and, and the goal um, he scored. He's got the two goals away at Burnley um, as well. But I don't really want to spend the whole season just captaining Haaland every week. And we are seeing other options kind of emerge. Seeing players like Madison with great underlying data. You know, when Bumo's on all these set pieces and got a good home game, I think he's one to maybe consider um, as well. Rashford, United players. There's, there's, there's other players, I think, that 
that can score well in, in different weeks. So um, Haaland captain this week is, is a lock, but then I think we might be playing around a little bit more uh, with that. With that, um, I kind of go forward. So yeah, uh, bear, bear that in mind when you watch my videos, it's even six million in a few weeks I've gone against um, Haaland um, as well. That's how you lose a top 10K as, yeah, always how you get into it. You know, it's uh, <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Uh, isn't it? Quite a few people saying about Marcelli feasting uh, this week. Maybe, maybe you do just hold and um, this week. Then, then Ryan, don't don't make that move. I still think in boom over the next few weeks should outscore Marcelli. Um, but yeah, it's up to it's up to you. I wouldn't make the goalkeeper transfer. No one's really advising that. Um, so yeah, let us know in the comments uh, kind of what you think uh, about those uh, two. I think that's pretty much it for me uh, this week. Um, like I said, a hit probably on the cards. Uh, this week, um, Dean McKinney's going to go for Foden captain uh, this week. Uh, I like that um, as well. It's a hell of a gamble going against Haaland at home to the worst defence in the league at the moment, though. Um, but, you know, it's it's Foden, it's Haaland. They could both do well. I hope Foden hauls in this match. So if if you've captained him, Dean, and, and he goes mad and I've got him in my side, I'll be absolutely more. I'll be absolutely over the moon um, with that. And this is absolutely mortified. Everyone will be absolutely mortified. And with that, um, but that's it from me uh, this week. Thank you for watching. Hope you all have a good game week. I'll be watching from Copenhagen, uh, where I'm going to visit a, a friend of mine um, who I know from my uni days. Uh, every time I go out there, we uh, we end up at a sports bar in Copenhagen. Every time I go out there, he goes, "We can't go to that sports bar again. You're in Copenhagen. Let's do some cultural uh, things." And and every year uh, we end up in the in this. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant sports bar. I love it. Pool tables, dartboards. Uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be watching uh, hopefully Foden go off as they say uh, in that match. So thank you everyone. Uh, I'll be back with Black Box uh, next week. I'm doing a couple more streams actually. I'm doing the, the Q and A with Sam at four. Um, I'll be doing a member stream uh, with Andy North uh, for Scout um, about half past seven. So do check those out um, if you're interested or if you're sick of me. By now, I completely understand, and I will see you next week. So I'll see you very soon. Good luck this week. Uh, and thanks for watching. Do give this video a like if you haven't already. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and I will see you very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.